Is that our intro music? That's the filler one, sure. All right, so we're going to come in raw with this one. This is the Turbo Podcast from Turbo Comics. Uh, my name is Max, and this is our very, very first episode of the cast. So you know we're going to be we're going to be a little bit uh, discombobulated here. So we hope all you listeners stay with us. Um, we want to tell you a little bit about what this cast is really about. So you know there's going to be three of us that are going to be the primary hosts for this cast, and you know we go back a ways, and we're all supremely nerdy. We want to talk about things that we really love here on the cast. We want to talk about you know comics, movies books, games, you know, you name it, whatever is nerdy toys. I mean, this is the stuff that we were really passionate about. We want to make sure that we're going to be, you know, bringing our passions to you, uh, talking about these types of things in depth, um, probably painfully in depth um, for some of you out there. Um, but, you know, this is going to be, you know, a running cast that, uh, again, we're all kind of noobs at this podcast thing. So, you know, bear with us, um, you know, but what I'm going to go ahead and do right now is I'm going to go ahead and introduce, you know, some of our cast that are going to be, you know, making out, rounding out this podcast. Um, you know, first, we're going to have uh, Mr. Zach. Um, Zach, can you tell oh, us a little bit I about? Gotta go, uh, I gotta go first. You gotta go first. Tell us a little bit about you know why you like comics, like what really got you into collecting. Um, we're gonna be delving into comics for this particular cast. We're gonna this is gonna be kind of a recurring theme. So, give us a little bit of background about yourself, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, of course, man. Hey, so uh, my name's Zach. Been collecting comics for a uh, better part of about twenty years now. Uh, started. Uh, Collecting all, all thanks to my older brother. He got me hooked on Marvel at a young age. Uh, the unfortunate part was that he got me hooked on some really shitty tastes. So my favorites, uh, among <laughs> others, are Dark Hawk, Sleepwalker, and a bunch of other uh, early 90s trash that's kind of been discarded by Marvel. Um, <laughs> whatever. We all got our burdens to bear. Uh, on top of that, I'm also a big Fantastic Four guy, Avengers guy, pretty much anything Marvel. That's uh, that's my go-to uh, because I'm not a self-hating DC guy like others that you'll meet on later in this podcast. Um, but really excited to be here. I've known Matt and Max a long time and uh, hoping we can uh, have some fun with you guys. Yeah, I heard him trash me the entire time, so I'm fine. <laughs> Only a little bit. So, so, so with that segue, I'll go ahead and introduce myself, Matt Kelly. I'm a part of... Uh, Turbo Comics and uh, the Turbo family here. Like these guys said, we've been friends for an eternity now, far too long, and will be till the end of the time here, which is coming up quickly. Is it? I think be? that's next Thursday, actually. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and I am the self-hating DC guy, of course, because unlike everybody else who grew up, you know, as comic book people, I grew up on DC books, not Marvel books, which is an oddity. Yeah. Yeah, very, very, very depressing. <laughs> it wasn't a very good time for DC either when I was a young man. So how I got hooked on those, oopsie daisy. But, you know, um, very excited to be a part of this and, you know, uh, doing more fun stuff with Turbo. Sweet. Well, that's awesome. Like, there's going to be lots of fun stuff. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. but you know th- that's awesome like you know i'm pretty stoked to do this you know like uh like you guys were saying we've known each other forever this is just an extension of our normal everyday conversations anyway um you know my name is max um i am the purveyor of turbo comics um this is something that you know again this is you know we, we sit around at cons we sit around at events um we sit around in our group chat just talking about this stuff anyway so it makes sense for us to kind of bring this to an audience um well, actually, it doesn't really make sense, but it's kind of what we're going to do anyway. Um, but it's 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 kind of a labor of love for for all of us here 
Um, and you know, I've, you know, been into comics ever since I was a boy. Um, I was, I wasn't a Marvel kid and I wasn't a DC kid. I guess I was a little bit of both because Spider-Man and Superman were my jams. I would probably have to say that Superman was my first kind of love. Um, but I, you know, I got into comics early, like by just, you know, reading fantasy novels and then finding comics where I would actually find those fantasy novels and uh you know been collecting basically ever since and so you know it's it's one of those things where i can't say i'm always a marvel guy i'm always a guy um you know a little bit of both um but again we're all like you know pretty uh pretty passionate about this stuff so we're stoked to kind of bring you you know kind of news about the industry um you know we're going to be talking about a lot of old stuff so if there's old fans of comics out there you know if they're we have the 90s guys we have the 80s guys if we have like the 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 the, you know, the silver age guys and the golden age guys who've read some of that stuff. We want to talk about that. I mean, if we have an entire cast where we just get up here and talk about, you know, silver age Legion of superheroes, we want you to fucking listen to that because I'm not going to be here for that one. <laughs> oh, come on. No. <laughs> yes, he will. Come no, on. no, you can. What? Uh, the only thing I, what matter eater lad is from planet Bismol. That's the only Legion <laughs> fact I know. Oh, well, that's enough. Well, that's, enough. that's, that's totally enough. Yeah. I mean, this is the, but this is the kind of thing that we're going to want to do. We want to, you know, definitely talk about, you know, a little bit of everything, you know, so everyone has something that they can really invest in and be interested in. But uh, we're also going to be talking about, you know, what's going on in just pop culture, what's going on in movies, you know, what's going on in video games, what's going on in, um, you know, just tabletop games. Um, you know, so we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything here. What's going, what are the new toys that are out there? You know, we all like grew up collecting GI Joe and transformers and all these classic toys that are now massive properties and movies and, you know, everything else. And so we're going to be addressing some of that stuff too. Uh, you know, also just random kind of news about the medium. We're going to be discussing a lot of that as well. So um, I know each of us have different things that we kind of want to talk about today. So I'm going to let Zach kind of introduce you know, some of the new things that he's been digging on, um, what he's been reading, what he's been collecting lately, uh, as well as just some of the news items that he wants to kind of discuss. Yeah, so I'll start with what I've, uh, what I've been collecting lately. I mean, uh, of course, you know, with Corona, everybody's... Uh... There's a lot of people not working right now, which which is unfortunate. Um, but uh, there's also a ton of books hitting the market as a result of that. Uh, a lot of people trying to make ends meet by selling books. And uh, especially a lot of shops, too, that have closed up. They're offering pretty good sales. So I've been hitting up a lot of shops uh, via Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you know, not asking for any major discounts. Don't be a douche like that. I mean, just pay. <laughs> pay try to help the guys out, for God's sake. Uh, but hitting them up, uh, I've been collecting a few, uh, I got a few fantastic fours. I just got a, a great fantastic four courtesy of Matt, actually, who he got from a shop out in Portland, uh, fantastic four 52, uh, CGC, I think it was at a seven or something like that. Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, seven, five, seven, five, even better. Yeah. I mean, it was a 51, wasn't it? Was it a 51 or 50? Yeah, it was a 51. It was a 51. Yeah. I wish it was a 52. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me either. Um, but that, and then, uh, aside from that, uh, I've just been trying to complete my, uh, I'm working on a, a one through 50 fantastic four runs. So, uh, I've got, wow. no, yeah, I got a lot of the issues, but there are going to be two that are going to set me back quite a bit. And, uh, it'll be, it'll be one in five that I'm waiting on until the day I die. I'm pretty sure. So going to be one of those like second mortgages on your house. 
Yeah, <laughs> the uh, second mortgage, second life kind of thing, you know. Um, but uh, what I want to talk about <laughs> news-wise, move on quickly from that. Uh, as far as news-wise was also due to the fact that Corona's out there doing this thing. Um, a lot of movies are getting delayed. So as a result, uh, pretty much we're not getting anything Ooh. this summer. Yeah. I know, it's kind of lame. So yeah. Black Black Widow, I was actually starting to come around on. <clears throat> Initially, I thought it was kind of uh, kind of lame that they were putting it out after she died in Endgame. But uh now we're not going to see that one until November 6th of this year. Um, I think that got pushed back. I think it's supposed to be out in March. Uh, Shang are, you, are you just uh, are you just bummed out about that because you know you went out and got that first appearance of Taskmaster, and now the movie's not going to come out for a while, and so you're just kind of yeah. Know. Now I'm sitting on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, no, no, well, no. Sit I, on these books, darn. No, I got 50 copies of the first appearance of the. Uh, oh, oh gosh, I can't remember his name right now. Under lost pressure, the Red Guardsman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Red Guardian. That's Red the... Guardian. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, I I was the same way. That that movie looked. I was not super interested until the final trailer when right. it looked it, the. I mean, it has the big Marvel set pieces that we've kind of become accustomed to the the other ones were a little bit more reserved the other like teaser trailers and so i didn't really get hyped until i saw the last one and i was like oh this might actually be pretty awesome and taskmaster looks pretty rad in it i mean his costume's cool and i miss skull face of course but yeah yeah i mean as far as you know the updating goes i i'm not super unhappy about that you know i mean it looks cool yeah. um it, I'm sure there's a surprise under there. Like that's what I'm kind of expecting is, you know, yeah, and, and, a surprise under the Taskmaster. You know, is that yeah. is that the big uh, woohoo in the Marvel movie? Because this is the first one post Endgame, right? This is where. Right. We're... Oh, I mean, not unless you count Spider-Man: Homecoming, but that's. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I was getting at. Was that sort uh, of? Yeah, because this one was going to have to face, you know, all the buildup and everything. Um, it would be. It was going to be the first kind of Avenger-centric movie after end game but uh actually having some more time in there might be beneficial it might allow the story to stand a little bit more on its own as opposed to living in end game shadow but we'll see we'll see what happens if it sucks it sucks but uh i'm starting to feel a little bit optimistic for it um so were you more optimistic for for the black widow film more than the wonder woman film it's 100 uh, yeah. yeah 100 yeah. i mean no like, i'm yeah oh yeah, god for sure yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that was a unanimous like no boo this <laughs> boo this thing. No, I mean I'm, the Wonder Woman movie looks like it's probably going to be like meh because I just I don't know how this concept can be great in the Wonder Woman universe and to fit in the whole uh, DC universe like cinematic universe, which is a you know as everybody knows is a giant mess. Mm. So you know. Either this movie somehow reboots that universe into something that they want, or it stays in that whole mess. And I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. You know, like, what do, what do you do? Like, <clears throat> does it all, linger in there? I know. No, all, all you Lord. do is you just uh, you slap Margot Robbie onto the next Wonder Woman movie and then have a Wonder <laughs> Woman Harlequin adventure, man. Probably I don't know. That, yeah, mm. I don't know. It, it'll it'll be interesting because it seems like um it seems like more people are looking forward to the Wonder Woman film than the Black Widow film. I think a lot of people feel that the Black Widow film is sort of like not necessary. Um, yeah. Well, the timing's weird, man. I mean, you, it's it is. coming out after she's dead, so right. What it do is. you want? Yeah. It'll it'll be very interesting. I think to for fans. Uh, I think that the main reason why I think uh, fans will want to see it is just for the teaser at the end to see how this ties into other loose ends from Endgame. Um, 
that but it, it should be good i i'm excited to actually yeah. see it too i agree with you guys at that other the last trailer that came out i was really on the fence with this i wasn't really excited about the movie at all and then i saw that no, last trailer and i was like yeah. yeah yeah this might be okay well, well the one thing we can all agree on is that it will be better than iron man 3 <laughs> that, hear you, hear you. that hear you, hear won't you. be the issue here we won't walk away ranking it as the worst marvel movie that's still iron man 3 that's true mm. you won't be like sobbing in the theater oh yeah <laughs> um but the going back to the overarching like time frame of when everything's getting released uh the eternals is supposed to come out this year that got pushed back all the way to 2021 uh right now the current release date is february 12th uh so it's completed its principal photography and uh Matt, if I misspeak on any uh, film lingo, be sure to correct me, please, because I'm Don't not worry. too I'm not too smart in all really this film stuff. Uh, so it's a uh, bad Yelp review. It's on post production. That sounds good. Um, so this is the one I'm sure you heard. It's got uh, Kit Harrington, uh, John yeah. Snow is Dane Whitman. It's got Angelina Jolie in it. It's got Selma Hayek. Uh, so basically, this thing uh, from. You know, based off of what I know about the Eternals, and uh, it, it seems like this is going to be a good overarching groundwork layer for the Marvel Cinematic University, uh, University Universe for wherever it wants to go next, which seems to be towards the X-Men, right? So the Eternals, uh, you know, there's the all-powerful beings that are put there by the Celestials on the uh, Marvel 616 proper. Um, mm-hmm. And they basically, it, depending on which lore you go with, but they were the precursors to a lot of the really big changes in uh, in uh, mainly the mutations that caused all the mutants that became the X-Men and also for the Inhumans uh, that would be up on the moon. So it'll be interesting to see. I think this one's going to lay a lot of groundwork and lay a lot of little nuggets for uh, future movies. And then what phase? What, what phase are we in anyway? By like, I can't even like. Is I don't four? Even know. This phase five. Been... Phase five? five. Okay. Okay. Phase, phase sadness. I don't know. Phase... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot. That's, like. Yeah. This is a really important film for Marvel, not only because now they've hit um, this whole pandemic roadblock that everybody has, but on top of that, this is like their post. Uh, Thanos, man. It is. Yeah. Well, this is, well, is going to be the thing for the next like phase, basically. Yeah, and this that was the most successful like film franchise like ever, and that's right. the way movies were made, and so. Uh, there's a lot of pressure here on the Eternals, which, you know, I was, um, I remember sitting in the theater watching Guardians of the Galaxy thinking that this is insane. Like, I could never ever imagine myself sitting in the theater watching a Guardians of the Galaxy movie and enjoy it, like, and people love it. That was surreal. That was totally surreal because I was like, you guys like Rocket Raccoon? Like, what? Yeah. What? what, I'm sitting there like, what? Groot is actually on screen? Like, what is happening? Yeah. People like Drax. Drax is lame. Like, <laughs> you know, like I was like, what? You know, it was insane. You know, and that's when I, you know, the Marvel had like the golden touch. But you know, does that keep going? I know that we're a kind of an early naysayer. You're like, this is the one that, this is the one that ruins Marvel. Like that were, sounds like something I would say. That totally yeah, does. you're talking about Eternals. Like you were talking yeah. about. Well, this, this so plot. so here's here's the thing. I mean it there's there's some good but i mean obviously it's up if marvel does it right because there's a lot of room for interpretation here because you know eternals it's kind of a broad overarching concept super sci-fi you can adjust however you want to um as long as i mean because but nobody gives a shit about the eternals nobody's gonna be like god i really want a kingo appearance in this movie you know what i'm saying like except you well yeah but (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, right. Like, you just alienated 15 listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are logging off right episode. now. Yeah, one yeah. star. He badmouthed Kingo. I yeah. haven't even bailed out our Twitter, and we're already getting flamed. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, if if they do it right, and if they set it up for for a movie with characters people actually care about, right. then then they're going to do it right. But I mean, how do you follow up? You know, the death of half of the universe and the Infinity Gauntlet, which is, you know, the, the most definitive Marvel saga. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be tough. And Whoa, really? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell well, you the one gauntlet? thing. I, yeah, this is you told me Atlantis attacks the first time we talked. <laughs> <laughs> That's my personal most favorite uh, Marvel arc of all time, right up there next to Armor Wars. That's the other one. Well, what's really interesting, I think, about the Eternals is going to be, you know, because of the COVID nineteen pandemic, and you know, because of the, you know, there's going to be this long sort of dry spell for Marvel, like kind of what you were alluding to, Matt. Um, and then we're just going to get Black Widow, and is that going to be enough? I think people are going to stay interested. But when Eternals comes out, is it going to be enough for people to get reinvested? And so I think Marvel's going to have their hands full, or Disney's really going to have their hands full as far as trying to create that marketing campaign when hopefully all of this blows over and we don't enter into the apocalypse to get people excited to go back to the theater to see this film. Um, well, you know, because now we have movies that are going to be released, you know, digitally and things like that. So like streaming oh, well, platforms. So. We've also that's got exactly, TV shows coming out this year. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say next is that like the big game changer, not just for um, how, how things are going to be released. Now, this is kind of the, almost the coup de gras, I think, because, <sighs> Before theaters were on thin ice, once Disney decided to release things right into yeah. like once they, once it was straight to home, you know, once they once they decided to release like, um, you know, She-Hulk and all those programs coming out, you know, um, once they decided that I think there was a real there's going to be a real shift. And I just think the whole covid pandemic is going to escalate that. I still think those movies like will be successful, but we won't see like what we saw in the previous phases where they're, you know, they have like that hard schedule with those, those, that many movies they're going to have totally two or three movies. And then the rest are going to go right straight to Disney plus. Like, I mean, we take something like the Mandalorian and that was arguably not to some, but arguably better than the last trilogy, you know, and people enjoyed it more. I still, you know, or people talked about that positively, almost unanimously, you know, and enjoyed right. it, even for all its faults. And that was like kind of like their test run for that whole this whole thing. And so She-Hulk's going to be I think She-Hulk's going to be big, you know, um, when we get the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That's big. Those are two huge characters. Giant, you know, their their story arcs are right. You know, well, it should be and, really interesting to see what happens with that. I mean, you know, we're going to we're definitely going to have some time to kind of like ponder on what that's going to look like, you know, here over the summer, you know, as, as we're kind of like all indoors and waiting for new content to consume. Um, but let us yeah. like, t tell us a little bit about what you've been digging on and, you know, kind of some news items that, that you think are, are that our listeners should know about, um, you know, and, and give us an idea of, of the things that you really love. Oh, well, I've been collecting. I just, uh, like, uh, Zach mentioned, you know, we're all kind of trapped. And so we're like, just like, I've just been like comics, 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 like, and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm broke. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's weird. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> fleshing out, honestly, my uh, Conan run, my first 30 issues. Nice. Um, and so I kind of got low grade copies of 
the first appearance, the cameo and first full of Red Sonia, 23 and 24. Um, and then some other higher grades of the surrounding issues. And the first uh, uh, five are what I'm missing still. And so those I got to kind of hunt down. But the, those are kind of ones I'm hoping to trade into. Mm-hmm. What I got into. Um, and I got some other big keys. I have... <clears throat> Tell them about your I, big key, Matt. Ooh, yeah, I got um, I got the first appearance of Swamp Thing. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, that dropped that bomb right here on the podcast. Everybody, <laughs> gloat in there. Um, and that one was um, total accident, actually, because um, I had put a bid on it, and I was like, "There's no way it's going to go for this. It's still way too much. I've never paid this much for a book, but." I've wanted this book forever. Yeah. And so I put it down, walked away. One week later, I won. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Cause I was like, this book goes for quite a bit more, you know, that it breaks a K a lot of times, yeah. you know, you're yeah, spending yeah. more than a thousand on it. And I didn't spend that much, thank God. Um, but pretty close, <laughs> you know, like, so, but I was happy because it came from, uh, you know, a pedigree collection. So that's fun. Um, and you know it kind of matches my signed swamp thing number one that i have so um you know and i have all those issues too all those early swamp thing issues so that's been pretty fun to collect um but those are the books that i've been grinding out mostly have you guys been have you been reading anything new lately or is it or just like digging on old books new for me i've been basically enamored with immortal hulk it's probably been my favorite book for the past couple of years, even still. Yeah, it's a great book. It's the only book that I really like when I work that day, I come home and read it. Like that's the, like every, every time it comes out on whatever Wednesday it is, I'm sure to read my mortal Hulk. Um, other new things I keep up with, like a lot of Marvel these days and some indie books. <laughs> yeah, but it's been a lot of Marvel. DC has been, uh, it's been rocky, as we all know. That's going to be my rocky. new subject. It's generous. Yeah, rocky. That's my new subject that I'd love to talk about is DC. <laughs> um, you know, and I've been trying to... I, I still keep up with Batman. I think, um, you know, newer stuff. I thought Tom King's Batman run was great. I know yeah. it was kind of rising. And it got kind of unceremoniously cut short. Um, but yeah, I think it great too it's that's it has a very classic batman feel so like if you enjoy if you enjoy batman which 90 percent of comic fans do are you are you about to say if you enjoy batman read the batman book yep that's pretty much it (laughs) dude this is this is some cutting edge shit here man i gotta take some notes that's a spice that's a spicy take (laughs) that's hot man (laughs) well buy dc nobody's buying dc Problem. Whatever, dude. I, I know everybody's out there buying uh Batman '89 and then Hell Arisen. What was it, number two or three? Yeah, yeah. You gotta get, gotta get that. that. Gotta get that punchline, bro. Gotta get that well, first appearance. You know, and DC got a lot of flack for like the generating, like the the hype for the them. artificial hype. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's artificial hype. I mean, you make a new character, you up. You know, like what's wrong with that? Like, right? They're trying to make sales. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, no, a, I, I get, they're struggling hard, you know, and they did that with Naomi and Naomi ended up panning out for, you know, I felt like they kind of misused that character overall, but that's a whole different subject. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. We don't want to go down we, that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you know, like there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with 
hyping character. Like I I think DC has made their new characters are much interesting than Marvel's of the last few years. Like, you know, like I don't want to read about Weapon H. That's stupid. <laughs> is this the is this the part where we make the mandatory discussion about Snowflake and Safe Space? Yes. No. <laughs> is, is, this, no. is this it? Is it no. time already? No, that, that's episode two. That's a whole episode. So okay. we're just going to. Right. That's a whole episode. I'll sit down. I'll sit down. I'm good. So, yeah. cal- calm down. Deep breaths. Yeah. Uh, so, what are some news what items is- that you're digging on? Like, what are some things that are going on in the industry well, that you want to talk about? I know we were, we kind of wanted to skirt the diamond subject, but yeah. di- diamond right now has um, really boned the comic industry which they've done for a long time <laughs> yeah it's i was gonna say you know like it's not something new but now they like it's come it's basically coming to light how terrible this like three-tier system there they have is and you know uh, what i wanted to talk about was my dear dc who just fired <laughs> you know everybody um which if you guys are even remotely listening to this i'm sure you guys already know all this all you know comic fans but they've they cleaned house they fired quite a few people and they're struggling, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and now this, you know, now they don't have books coming out. So, you know, I I would never have thought there would be a day there would be a detective comics, but you're looking at that day possibly, you know, right. Diamond. I'll go ahead and say it has had a large hand in how it has gone down, you know? Oh, totally. Um, it's just kind of been, you know, it's been a sad to watch how embattled DC is and how they've mishandled books, mishandled releases, you know, they've, oh, they're soft reboots every few years, you know, yeah. I mean, Marvel does it as well, but Marvel does it in a different matter, you know, DC does like, here's the next big thing, really hype. Yeah. Well, it, it's not it's not yeah, universe it's shattering, right? Like, so at the end of the right. day, with, with uh, whenever Marvel does a big crossover, generally, you know, some pieces will get moved, but a lot of it kind of shifts back to a status quo. I mean, the last thing that really shook up everything was the Hickman Secret War, where they you know got rid of the multiverse and all that stuff. But I mean, like DC, they have a crisis on Infinite Earths every other year. It seems like yeah, it's a it's sometimes a bi- twice it's a, a bi- yearly thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had two crises this year. I, yeah. It's just kind of sad because you're you're seeing uh, like we're in a real world now where DC may be published or you know someone else may be put them out. You might be see IDW up there, you know, sure. in, in that box with them, and that's pretty strange to, to sure. think about, you know, and especially since their parent company is huge, Warner Brothers, you know, but DC is such a small money sink for them, you know, that doesn't. Well, I think one of the interesting things that's happening here, you know, with Diamond basically just shutting it, you know, its doors to the comic industry is that you're it's forcing these these publishers, it's forcing like DC, it's forcing Marvel to actually find other ways to get their books out there either in physical form or digitally. Um, and that's going to be interesting because it, it'll be really interesting to see like on the other side of the pandemic here, like what this looks like. Are we going to revert back to the same, same O like with diamond or are we going to, is there going to be new, like, you know, trails that are going to be blazed here in the industry by, you know, the purveyors of the industry. Um, that should be really <laughs> yeah. interesting to see, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, we can be cynics and say nothing is going to freaking change. You know, it's going to, you know, we're going to mm. revert back to the same. But I really am hopeful that um, 
that we'll also that we'll see something different here because you know like you said diamond has had a stranglehold on this industry for so long and to the detriment of comic shops across the country in a lot of ways um and and often even to the detriment of the publishers themselves and so it'll be interesting to see you know how this hurts diamond and maybe helps the industry in the long run i i think so i mean you know yes the glass half full half empty argument here with this all is that you know diamond still owes them money so when yeah. they come out you know they're still going to have to make money like you know not just diamond but the publishers you know they're it's not like they're making a ton of money right now no one's making any money right now by the way yeah. <laughs> but top to bottom and so, <laughs> uh you know I, I think it will change you know we'll see something back you know the pre-diamond days you know direct market days which would be really weird and i don't know if that's even yeah. better to be honest but i don't know i don't know if it it's got to be better for the publishers yeah it's got to be better for the publishers it might even be better for um you know i guess depending on how you would ask for certain types of shops um you know because i know that there's a lot of disdain out there for diamond uh you know but but we'll see what happens i guess this is something that i think we're going to be continually talking about we're continually as we kind of move forward through these months, um, you know, where Diamond isn't shipping books to to you know shops, and and uh, it, it's a precarious time, I think, in the industry. It's something that obviously the industry and uh, ourselves, you know, in our lifetime, have never seen. So, um, as far as how it writes itself, it'll be it'll be re- very interesting to see. Now, my, my I would uh, I would like to just jump in for one second here and take the opportunity here. If your LCS does offer any type of uh, curbside pickup, or if they're still open, or if they have some back issues, make sure you take advantage of that. And if you can, try to go uh, help them out in this time. Uh, you know, no new comics coming in. They're pretty much just relying on the back issues, supplies, and whatever else they got to sell. So just uh, reach out, and I'm sure if they're able, they're more than willing to make a deal with you and help you out. That, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a big deal. You know, 100%. Don't forget. Yeah, there's a lot of shops out there where you, all you got to do is email the list that you're looking for. If they have that stuff, they're going to bust it out. They're going to ship it to you. That You can curbside pick it up. I mean, there's a lot of shops out there already that are doing these types of things. So that's a great, great shout out. Um, definitely support these shops right now because like all of us, I mean, these are this is their livelihood. And so they're not making any money right now. So if you want them to stay open, you know, on the other side of this pandemic, definitely support them. Yeah, and they're shuttering at like record rates right now. You know, yeah. this is even worse than when, you know, the bubble burst in the '90s. Where you know these places that were open for thirty years are closing. You know, yeah, because that's insane to think about. But here we are. You know, and so yeah, that's a that's a very good point to bring up. Make sure you don't forget your don't forget your friends and family out there. And there's places like um, where we live, where we have two shops that's it like we don't have you know the outlet to go to a whole bunch of places some some places only have one shop don't forget that like sure if your shop's gone where do you get books you know do you get yeah. them six months later digitally you know like who knows we'll see where the landscape changes like you said max but i think what, what i'm really hoping for and is a double-edged sword i hope the quality jumps up in books i hope there's not as many books coming out from as many relaunches well i'm just hoping the big the big two kind of curve you know they they release a ton of books like you know right i'm i'm my hope is is that kind of tapers off and maybe some of these artists and authors get to do more independent books and get to do 
you know, they'll work with image or dark horse or, you know, even some of the smaller guys, you know, or even self-publish some stuff that, you know, will rise to the occasion this way. Maybe there's a little bit more equality, you know, out there. That's what I'm Qu- quality over quantity is. Yes, yes. I totally agree. Yeah. With that. Yeah. You know, we don't need all those Spider-Man books, you know, like we could probably be okay. Well, there goes, it. there goes a good chunk of our listener base, right? So. <laughs> I, well, well sorry <laughs> shit you know but i mean you know there's they, they just they should make better books you know in the long run like a lot of extension you know right if yeah. i want to put, put some blame on the publishers which is maybe not fair to do you know like but i mean anybody who creates something knows that like when you make something it's you're funding your next project with what you're doing you know sure so, you know, I hope that we can just get back to a place where we have a ton of great books coming out instead of like, wow, we got like 30 mediocre books coming out this month. You know? Right. Like, how about we have 15 great books, you know, that really sell? And I think because that's kind of something that in the long run has hurt comics for a long time. You know, we're we're moldy oldies when we're talking about this subject. You know, we've been collecting comics. We're in this life. You know, but new people, it's super difficult to get into comic books. Like I just said, you you hop in and there's like, I can't even tell you how many times I get where to start. Just that simple thing, where to start. And every year it gets harder, you know, Mm because even me, I can't keep up with books. You know, maybe maybe Marvel should create some sort of ultimate line where they can take all the <laughs> characteristics and combine them all into some sort of ultimate version of the character you know what i'm saying and then start fresh boy that'd be a good yeah, idea that, that that sounds like a fantastic yeah idea. and then at the after about 100 issues you can just give it to jeff Loeb and he can blow it all to shit it'll be awesome that sounds great yeah no we'll have great. him we'll have him on the cast and maybe he can talk about that i would rather talk to him about commando well <laughs> Well, one thing you are one thing you are seeing actually in the industry is I think you are seeing the tapering down of 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 book numbers. I mean, it wasn't too long ago where we had the new fifty two in DC, and you know we're slowly starting to see them whittle away. But I think again, going back to Matt's point, this whole scenario, this whole thing that we're seeing, and how DC comes out of it, how Marvel comes out of it, it'll be really interesting to see how many books you know are going to be published by these guys and what's actually cost feasible for them, and uh, it makes sense in the industry, but. Um, so I guess moving on, I, you know, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about uh, a couple different things that I've been digging on and a quick little, uh, not really news item, but something I want to kind of call out to some of our uh, listeners that might be fun, especially as you're kind of sitting home alone and twiddling your thumbs. But some of the books, <laughs> um, some of the books that I've been digging on, um, I guess that are, that are relatively recent. I mean, these aren't like books that just came out like a month ago, um, but they are books that, that, you know, I guess have resonated with me over the last year. Um, one of those is a book called Faithless. And this is a book where, oh, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a little, a uh, little, um, not for younger audiences necessarily, but this is a book for, for those of you that like a little more edgy, I guess, stuff, but it's, it promises. You can say erotica. Well, Just it is, erotica. it is, <laughs> it totally it's, is erotica. Let's, let's stop. Is, We're going to get into some, Okay. This is this is where the the you know stop. we're gonna start talking about gonna... Lost Girls now. Fuck. This is true. Now, this yeah. is better than Lost Girls. 
<laughs> but this is a fight, book. Uh, this like... is a book that's like basically promising, like you know, sex, Satan, and magic in the book. I mean, this is you know, occultism and erotica combined, and it's from Brian Azzarello. Um, you know, and it's it's fantastic. Mm. It's it's fantastic. This is you know, a book that I've been really digging on. Um, I know some of you guys have have read this book. Um, you know, and I would say this has been one of my favorite reads in a while. Um, and, you know, again, it's not for all audiences. I mean, there's obviously certain people that are going to like this more than others, but, uh, I'm a big Azarello fan, you know, he, you know, hundred bullets and he, he just, you know, Batman damned, if you, you know, those types of things. So, you know, definitely check this out. If you haven't yet, faithless is a really great book. Uh, the illustrations on it from, I think her name is oh, Maria love it. I think that's her name. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, she's fantastic. It's on boom studios you know, get your hands on that new book. I think there, I think it just came out in trade form, like right before we all went on in lockdown here. Yeah. So it's um, got fantastic Paul Pope covers too. Oh, it's so good. There, and there's so yeah. many awesome variants too. Like yeah. I mean, th- there's erotic there's, variants. It's like, a, oh, this yeah. is the Italian talking right now. This is like, <laughs> you know, comic fiction that's happening. <laughs> so, right. But I concur. I, I really dig that book. So that's a really cool pick. I, I really like faithless and Brian's awesome. I love everything he's always done. Yeah. It's super good. Yeah. Definitely find that book. Um, the other quick book that I wanted to just quickly mention, this is a book that actually came out a couple years ago. Um, but I actually, really dug this book um it was called it's called judas i don't know if you guys have heard of this uh-huh. um is written by jeff loveness um and another boom studios book i guess this is like going to be our boom studios like you know kind of shout out here um but that book was absolutely awesome and it's basically you know for those of you that aren't familiar with that book it's you know basically the biblical story about judas um but it's a, an absolute trip because it goes down a rabbit hole that you will definitely want to see if you're into, you know, kind of strange, weird, I guess, Mignola-esque um, religious sort of divine kind of storytelling. Uh, and, you know, it's I definitely would recommend it if you're into, into that kind of stuff. It's definitely a book that I don't think got enough attention when it came out. And, and the art is actually great. I think the art was by Jacob Rebelka or something like, I think that's how you pronounce his name, but um super dark awesome really cool art um that's something i've been digging on those are just some some newer books that i've been digging on you know i'm always like uh you know older books always collecting older books i know you know you guys are working on your runs i guess if there was a a book that i'm looking for it's probably the same back uh, i'm looking for that first appearance of dr dam that's a book that i really need aren't we all um <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, heavy that's, size yeah, yeah heavy heavy size because that's you know one of the things i i think if there was a run that i'm 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 sort of realistically working on um it'd be probably the first you know 100 spidey books um you know and i, I don't have number one yeah. that's the main i the ones that i really need there are number one number two and uh first appearance of green goblin and those are like you know i just you know good luck on those but um you know little by little We'll get there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you can know. I go back to Boom Studios here? Like, that's yeah. a great plug for all those because they actually have a lot of really great books that were coming out um, right before all this. And I hope they continue to. Like, uh, I, I really like Ghosted in LA. Like, I don't know if I yeah. got that. Um, that was a really cool, interesting book where uh, this, um, where someone ends up crashing on a couch and it might be haunted. Like, and uh, <laughs> it's like a modern dating 
like in a haunted house, um, which is really cool. It's just a really, really cool um, that uh, Boom Studio puts out. Like, but yeah, they put out a bunch of great stuff. And don't they put out Once in Future also? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it's kind of funny because like I think a lot of people don't. I mean, I don't know. Boom Studios sometimes seems to get lost um, a little bit. Like people aren't thinking about them as much as they're thinking about Image or Dark Horse. But um, you know, I've I've loved you know Big Trouble in Little China, man. I mean, that's been it's a fantastic book. Like ever since it came out, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But they do have a lot of really great books. Um, I think another one that if we're going to kind of go back to Boom Studios uh, is The Empty Man. That book by Colin Bunn was absolutely fantastic. Um, oh, I didn't read that. Yeah, so good. Like, so, so good. That's one that I would I would definitely recommend, too. But, yeah, check check out Boom Studios, you guys, if you haven't um, been reading a lot of their books. I mean, they got lots and lots of really great content. Um, there's also, like, a just a quick couple news stories I, I kind of wanted to call out with here. Um, I guess the first new news story I wanted to kind of, you know, again, everyone is kind of like chilling at their homes. They're not really doing that much. Um, if you don't know uh, about GI Joe or Hasbro um, Hasbro, you know, they're the ones that were responsible for putting out all the GI Joe toys in the eighties that we all loved. I don't know if you, did you collect those you guys? GI Joe comics? Or uh, just GI Joe toys. Of course I collected GI Joe toys. I didn't yeah. really, Comics, uh, just, oddly enough, I don't I just had snow it. job, man. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love GI Joe. Unfortunately, someone that's probably going to. Um, at some, at some point, I, who he yeah. is, he'll remain nameless until this happens. <laughs> now on well, the show, but, uh, well, one of the cool things that's happening right now is that Hasbro actually is, um, putting out a lot of the awesome cartoons out on their YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube, go on, just type in Hasbro, go to their freaking YouTube channel, and you can check out, if you're a fan of G.I. Joe, you can check out tons of the early, uh, you know, G.I. Joe cartoons. I mean, they have the entire miniseries of like a real a real American hero, um, which is really, really cool. That first aired in like 1983. Um, and they have, you know, I think the Revenge of Cobra miniseries on there. I'm a giant gi joe guy um so when i heard that they were going to be putting out those those things on there you know i'm working from home why not put gi joe on while i'm working from home i mean just it's 1983 you would have been about 40 at that point right well yeah i just turned 40 ah yeah (laughs) it's funny you mentioned that because i actually forced my children today and they did not think it was as exciting as i'd hoped um (laughs) right uh, i was like no no it gets better and I was like, the the stories were a bit more intricate than I recall, actually. Um, yeah. When we had put them on, because uh, you know I turned He Man on, and those were like self contained, and um, you know it has like a freaking magic cat and bullshit in it. You know, right. so <laughs> He Man was more easily digestible. From GI Joe came on, there was like, you know, there was like political overtones where they're <laughs> talking about like. All, the, all these, um, I don't know, just weird, more adult issues. And I thought that was kind of uh, interesting when I was watching G.I. Joe. Like when, just, it's like when Star Wars started talking about trade embargoes on Naboo. You know, kids just don't care about that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but what about well, the Wookiees on Kashyyyk? That's true. <laughs> <What about> that? <laughs> 
Well, there's such a rich character history in G.I. Joe is one of the things that always drew me to it. So, I mean, in those episodes that you're going to see on YouTube, I mean, it's some of the earliest G.I. Joe stuff, but you're going to, you know, you're going to see all the best guys. You're going to see Zartan. You're going to see Storm Shadow. You're going to see Firefly. You know, you're going to see Lady J, um, you know, all, all of those, you know, people that you really want to see. So, you know, those of you, those of you that aren't familiar with G.I. Joe, like a phenom like cartoon this was like just trailblazing like property definitely check this out because it's 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 awesome you don't want to miss it and it's free so why not um the other quick thing that i wanted to mention and you know this is a you know kind of a bummer um you know i know uh we didn't want to talk about bad news obviously because we're all going through you know the COVID 19 pandemic right now it's stressful we're all kind of secluded in our homes and this is just more bad news to pile onto that but we got to call it out because this guy was so important to the industry is juan jimenez um he passed away yesterday oh, at 76 yeah. you know and uh he he passed away um of you know COVID 19 so he's you know one of the the victims of this pandemic um, that, you know, again, this guy, if you aren't familiar with him, he was gargantuan in this industry. He's one of the most acclaimed artists of his generation. I mean, he did a ton of just amazing far out sci-fi work for heavy metal um, for all kinds of other fantasy publications throughout the seventies. Tons, uh, tons. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he, he did um, a couple different, like amazing sort of like military sci-fi um, mm -hmm. stuff like the fourth power and uh the meta barons i mean this guy the meta is, barons is so good it's so good and mm. you know when i saw that news uh you know come across my feed last night that he had passed away because of covid19 i know he was an older person so he he's definitely at risk uh it kind of broke my heart a little bit yeah yeah so i definitely wanted to call that out um you know if you haven't ever seen any of his before you know definitely check that out go, go and check out the meta barons i mean it is absolutely gorgeous it's just and know, bananas yes <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> bonkers too if you haven't read it yeah i mean it, his stuff is is fantastic i mean it, especially if you're into like you know sci-fi if you're into fantasy art um i mean this is a, someone who influenced like some of the best people that we know today i mean he's the guy he influenced neil gaiman and mignola and you know so many different people that the list can go on and on and on. So, oh yeah, well, I mean, he, he did Metal Hurlant, right? Like, yeah. gotta, that's probably one of the things he's really well known for. So, sure. Yep. So, so definitely check out his work. Um, he's definitely going to be missed. We're gonna, we're gonna, um, you know, miss his work. Lament, seeing, yeah. lament his work. Seeing that stuff in heavy metal magazine, things like that. Uh, but as we kind of wrap up our cast, this is going to be, I guess, our you know trial episode, episode one here. Um, I want to kind of ask you guys something because again, we all are you know sort of in our doors, we're in our homes, you know, trying to find shit to do. Um, if you had to be stuck indoors, though, for however long we're stuck indoors for, I mean, we're we're thinking probably for the rest of April at least. Yeah, at least. At least, you know, so if, if you had to be stuck at your home with, you know, someone from the X-Men universe, who would it be? Like, so you got to pick someone that you'd want to be in social distancing seclusion with, um, you know, for that month period. So who, who, who do you think that oh, would be, Zach? Gosh. Okay. Uh, what was the criteria? It has to be an X-Men? Has to be from the X-Men universe. Has to be from the X-Men universe. Okay. Right. Uh, a lot well, of broad. A lot, right. a lot of characters are racing through my mind right now. Spiral for the six hands. Uh, <laughs> uh, strong uh, guy. Str oh, of course, strong guy. He's always there. Multiple man in case they like, run out of food. Uh, 
but uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, my 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 first uh, first instinct here, which is Psylocke. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, come on. How come Zach gets to go first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I like it. Yeah. Just because so, so, even if, even if we're miserable, like, you know, if I'm like, you know, if it lasts for a long, I'm dying of hunger or whatever, she can just stab me in the face with a psychic knife and make me feel okay. So, <laughs> so are we talking, so we're talking the later Psylocke then? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're talking, we're talking about Betsy Braddock's psyche inside Revenge's body. <laughs> All right. Perfect. We're, we're not talking about Captain Britain. right? Yeah, we're, we're not talking about the, the British Psylocke with the full armor face mask and all that. No, 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 no. We're talking, we're talking right, about, right. yeah, yeah. We're talking about, uh, yeah. Revanche, all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a good pick. I, I think you would probably be pretty entertained for a while. No, I'd be, dude, I'd be sad, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Matt? Who would you choose? Oh man, that's a tough one because that was like probably the easiest uh, pick right there. Is you know. So. Oh, maybe uh, White Queen Duke. No. One, you know you want it. Oh, of course I do, but I'm going to pick Dupe, uh, just because I want to talk with a weird gelatin uh, booger thing for like a month. <laughs> that would be really sweet. Um, and he has he can he's also he has all kinds of weird like you know powers. He can like duplicate himself. And other objects, you know, oh. he could transport me places. So if we need to go to Walmart real quick, we could get there really quick and out. So oh, see, th- now that's that's an interesting thing. So why would you, if if you're th- thinking about like transportation, like you you know you'd want him instead of Nightcrawler? Then see, I was uh, to understand the criteria was quarantine, not if you had to leave <laughs> somewhere. So yeah. I've been misled. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I just think he has a lot of kind of you know, mumble to you about, you know, See, I, I just assumed that you were going to pick like uh, William Stryker or Stryker. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe Strife, <laughs> maybe Strife, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, maybe, you know, I mean, those might, this might be an unsexy character to pick. Okay. Is due, <laughs> but I think all his weird abilities would come into play. You know, and on top of that, he'll film me as a reality TV star. I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's that's pretty process. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of all the things because I got to make. I got to go to Walmart really quick. You know, I'm in quarantine. You know, he's in what he's an interdimensional being like. That's probably interesting. I mean, sure. Psylocke is really cool and hot and interesting. <laughs> ninja and like a psychic and like a lot of yeah, good things, man. Cool stuff. Yeah, cool you know, British, whatever. Um, but I'll take Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good pick. I, I, think, have a, uh... I have a quick question about Eunice, the untouchable. Uh, do you guys know, <laughs> do you guys know if his force field can extend out to other people or is it just around him? I'll stand by for your answer. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a question that you need to be asking like our listeners and then we can like give away books. Like, Oh like, man. Yeah. Type I, of thing. I can't remember, man. I haven't read a Eunice book in decades. Oof. Oh, well, God. I can't believe there's a Factor 3 joke that came up in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry, for, sorry for derailing the convo, Max. What, what well, were you no, say? I mean, you know, hopefully Eunice is okay because we do know that he's Italian. So, like, hopefully, okay. So, <laughs> let's, let's, cross, let's, let's cross our fingers for Eunice. Like, we're praying for Eunice right now. So. Um, you know, my answer is going to be so obvious. It's going to be completely like, you know, almost even cliche. And then it has to be mystique, right? I mean, come on. It has to be mystique. I mean, she can be 
whoever I want to be. You know, if I want to have coffee with Winston Churchill, well, like she can be Winston Churchill. A wheelchair handy? You know, I mean, (laughs) 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 the cigar turns me on. (laughs) But Mystique is rude, dude. Like, oh, she. you know, but but that's that's entertaining. You know, it's kind of like you want that sort I of guess. like uh, you this need that challenge. Sort of, yeah, you need the challenge. You need something. No to wonder you, you picked with. Faithless and Mystique. We are. Yeah. Well, disagree. there you go. I see yeah. you unmasked yeah. here in the first <laughs> cast. Well, I I, well, shit! I could have picked Eunice. I mean, that's a good. You know. Uh, you know, uh, I really don't know if his force field extends to other people. I don't think I've. Re- I'm trying to read it, man, but uh, it, believe it or not, the Eunice, the Untouchable Wikipedia page needs expansion. So it's, well, uh, it's, it's a little... Jesus I think I found Christ. my calling in life here. Uh, well, wait, yeah, you're cheating? You're on Wikipedia? Yeah, I know. I don't know that much about oh. Eunice, man. <laughs> he was in Age of Apocalypse, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. He, died, he died in uh, Grant Morrison, New X-Men, right? That you know, I don't know. I'm not sure I if I remember that. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure uh, Cassandra Nova killed him. Oh, that sounds about right. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. does probably sound about right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it would definitely probably be Psylocke. Um, some, some are pretty quite obvious and some probably aren't as quite obvious. So um, take that as it may. But uh, it definitely wouldn't be Shatterstar. You know, our one. No, I'm, out changing there. My, I'm changing my ki- mind to a sexy character. I thought we're. <laughs> no, I'm trying to survive here. I'm like, just put have Jean Grey put me into some mental coma, and I just wake up. Next day. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, I thought you were going to pick Jubilee. Hmm. What? What? <laughs> Does she even or, count? Or maybe, <laughs> maybe like Feral or Wolfsbane. I don't know. Wolfsbane. What? Wolfsbane. <laughs> Dude, she's Irish. Come on. Yeah, there you go. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. I see how this uh, podcast right. de-evolved. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, you, right. you, know, you know how many French X-Men there are? I get like Exodus, I think, is the only one that comes to mind. That makes sense. <laughs> whatever, dude. You, Exodus rules. Oh, my God. There's going to just be... We're going to have to have like... Episode like six is just going to be crummy X characters. It like, probably should be. I think that would probably be a good episode. Yeah, I, I mean, we're, 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 we're definitely going to have like all kinds of themes here. So, you know, for our listeners that did stick with us to the end of this, like, um, you know, crazy, you know. Thanks, uh, mom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Alexa. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely going to be addressing all these important questions, like the one that Zach raised about Eunice in future podcasts. <laughs> uh, so def- definitely try to stick with us. Um, I'm going to kind of go around, uh, around the circle now and, and kind of, you know, let people know where they can find you. Um, if you do have any kind of uh, thing you want to promote, any kind of you know Twitter account or Facebook account that you want to share, uh, Zach, go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thanks, fam. No problem well, at all. Just, I guess on the TC, the TC page, yeah, Turbo Turbo Comics. That's that's the best place. I mean, uh, he is we, definitely we... one of our contributors on our page. Uh, Facebook, so we'll yeah. leave it. At, we'll what leave it at your that. Instagram, your new oh. IG. You got a whole new IG, bro. 
it's still in the baby stages. You know, I went, well, whatever. I'll throw it out there. I so didn't it, even know about this Instagram. Wow. Exactly. It's that new. It's about a week old now. I just set it up. Uh, wow. So I post some books on there. Uh, so uh, it's called Fuck Max Comics. <laughs> so you just want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just kidding. So it's uh, Paper Abyss. P-A-P-E-R-A-B-Y-S-S Comics. Uh, look me up on Instagram. I just post some books uh, that I get in or some of my favorites on there. So you can find me on there on Instagram. Sweet. And I know, Matt, you have uh, a project that, that is actually your, your career. Um, you know, what can, <laughs> yeah. we, can you tell us a little bit about that and where we can good? Yeah, um, I'm actually Exalted Funeral. We publish tabletop role-playing games for the most part. We also do a whole bunch of other weird stuff. I'm involved with, uh, you know, heavy metal books, uh, esoteric occult books, um, all sorts of, you know, weird stuff. The satanic panic that your parents were scared about. That's kind of what I guess. Yeah. <gasps> um, but no, you can check us out on any uh, social media, sadly. Um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, it's all Exalted Funeral. I'm also one of the contributors of Turbo Comics, so you can find me there. Um, so, yeah, check us out you know, if you're interested in any of those subjects. But, um, you know, this is, uh, that's, that's what it is. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, one of the places where you can actually find myself is at Turbo Comics. We're on Facebook. You can just look us up, Turbo Comics. We're also on Instagram, and it's at Turbo Comics. And you can find us on Twitter as well, at TurboComicsID. Um, and then you can also go to our website, and that's uh, TurboComicsShop.com. We're going to be you know, probably updating our inventory, hopefully, cross your fingers, uh, in the next week. So we're going to have a lot of new books on there, lots of classics. Keys, 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 Age, keys, 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 keys. Darkhawk one, you know, Darkhawk one's going to be on there. Nine, so, six. um, you know, we always have specials, especially for first time buyers. Um, you know, so if you need something to read, we're going to have it. Um, we're going to be, you know, pushing out a bunch of new merch items as well. So t-shirts, hats, that sort of type of thing. So, uh, definitely check us out. Um, also in the coming week or so, we should have a, a, a new Twitter handle for uh, this particular podcast. Um, and we'll be promoting this on all of our different social media platforms here soon. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Thank you guys again so much. If you stuck around with us, if you're listening to us, um, we're going to you know fine tune this a little bit, get better content out to you. Uh, don't give up and we'll see you soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye, guys.